one, two, three, four, five. Hi, this is the Fat Fred Show. Hello, can you hear me? I have video. Hi, <laughs> this is episode two of the Fat Fred Show. Um, you're gonna notice me look down every uh, every now and then. It's cause I'm the producer. I'm the tech and I'm the host of the podcast. So um just uh it is you know just deal with it. Um thanks for coming back. Thank you for still being a supporter of the of the podcast. Um It's nice to see everybody. It's nice to see you and it's well I can't really see you but you're seeing me with with you know um i have an audio or or i have a video it's it's great um oh this is super awkward this is uh so strange (laughs) i mean i thought recording my voice was awkward um i didn't know it would be this awkward with a camera um i have well i'm using my iphone using my iPhone 10s max 10s max I use I keep on saying XS max but it's actually 10s max I'm using that um, I didn't know that you can use your iPhone as a as a camera well you can but you know as a webcam I didn't know that you can do that but then I went in to YouTube and I you know, found some tricks and ideas as to how I can use my iPhone, and here we are. Um, oh, dude, this is so, I'm so shy. I'm shy. Um, what about this lighting, huh? You think the light is, I think the light's too, um, it's too cool, but I kind of like it. It hides my pores. Uh, yeah, I'm using my iPhone as a camera. Um, I did have, I did have to pay for, um, an app, a third party app to, um, to record. So I, I, I'm using OBS studio. It's only $16 from the app store. I'm in no no way being sponsored by them. I just thought I'd share that with you guys. Um, I'm using OBS Studio to uh, record video from my iPhone direct to my laptop. Um, It took me a little bit to figure out how to use it though. It took me a little bit. Let me see if I can turn this on. Hold on. Some technical difficulties. Hello. Okay, there, I can hear my voice. Okay, great. Um, yeah, it took me a little bit to figure out how to, um, how to work the app and how to use the app and how to carry over video from my phone to my computer. Um, but I figured it out. Figured it out after maybe 45 minutes of going into YouTube and just snooping around. It took me 40. So I'm using OBS Studio. 16 bucks from the app store 
go check it out if you're thinking of um, of uh, doing content for yourself and you are a little bit um, or if you don't have or, or if you're a little bit restricted with uh, with with money as far as um, getting equipment and stuff I mean it it's uh, it's it's great it's good because I mean you iPhones have pretty good cameras especially the back camera for this 10s max it can record 4k up to 4k video I'm not sure if I even set it up that way though but I don't want it 4k I don't want you guys looking at my pimples and my blackheads I don't want to have you guys have to go through that um, yes yeah, so 16 bucks from the App Store uh, yeah oh I was talking about uh, cameras I do I was I was thinking of maybe buying a camera but then I thought it's I just don't have the money for it at this time so I looked at my I have a GoPro but it's it's it it records wide angle only so it records the clutter on this side of the bedroom right it records the clutter on this side of the bedroom and I don't want to have you guys to see that too, as well um, so I'm using my phone I ended up using my phone and it uh, turns out it's doing a great job um, I don't know yet I haven't um, I haven't ex extracted the video I haven't looked at the video I I'm not even done with the podcast yet well anyway um, Thank you, thank you again for your support. Thank you again for um, for sticking sticking with me. Uh, this is episode two, official episode two of the show. I'm now available on YouTube. You guys can now go into YouTube and check me out. Um, I'm still trying to figure out how to get onto other platforms. Uh, Anchor, I've heard Anchor is a good is a good platform um, I just realized that I can use SoundCloud I'm so way behind um, SoundCloud um, I'm already on Spotify yeah so as soon as uh, I get all of them up and running I'm gonna have them available for you guys to come through and check me out you know um, Today is the 3rd of July. Tomorrow is obviously the 4th of July. So I figured I'd record this today before all the fireworks cuz then like I said I'm I'm in my ba I'm in my bedroom and there's a ton of background noise. There'll be uh, fireworks. Like even now even a week ago people started shooting up fireworks in the sky which is inconsiderate I'm trying to sleep and they're thinking it's the 4th of July but you know people um, are we still in lockdown I don't really know I don't really care to be honest I don't really care I don't really know I um I've ever since the NBA canceled and then a lot of other uh, sports uh, 
organizations canceled as soon as they all canceled at the same time i was like fuck this i'm never watching the news again because as soon as the nba canceled that very night i started having panic attacks and i could not sleep i couldn't sleep for the life of me and um yeah so i just said fuck the news bro i'm not watching news ever again until all of this blows over and yeah well i sometimes check in check in i sometimes check in and um i try i sometimes you know try to get a grasp of what's going on in the world but excuse me but um yeah for my sanity i stopped watching the news Oh man. Oh, but I mean the NBA is coming back. Um obviously the UFC has been back. I you know, I enjoy it very much. I it's one of the reasons why I have Disney Plus because they Disney owns ESPN, I think, and ESPN owns this uh, uh UFC. And they have a bundle where if you pay $13 a month, you get Disney Plus, you get Hulu, and you get ESPN Plus with UFC, Fight Pass, but whatever. Um, I have, yeah, so yeah, I've been, I have been enjoying that very much over this course of uh, the whole pandemic. Um, I, yeah, but I did miss watching live sports uh the nba i'm filipino obviously it's in my blood i um yeah it's it's in my blood you know filipinos love basketball although it's not our it's not our national sport if you guys don't know what our national sport is the philippines's national sport is sepak takraw It's kind of like um, volleyball, but instead of people using their hands, people are kicking this ball made out of wood or sepak takraw. Check it out. S-E-P-A-K space T-A-K-R-A-W. So here, Wiki says sepak takraw or kick volleyball is a sport native to Malaysia. Fuck. I thought it was the Philippines. Sepak takraw differs from the similar sport of foot volley in its use of a rattan, rattan ball and only allowing players to use their feet, knee, chest, and head to touch the ball. Whatever. I thought it was... I mean, growing up, I've been taught that that's, that was our national sport. But, I mean, I guess it derived from Malaysia. Um, I am drinking iced coffee, people, with no sugar. I just found out that it's, um, it's actually really good. It tastes really good. Um, my wife's been giving me shit about it. Because I used to drink coffee with either uh, brown sugar, half and half, or flavored cream. 
but um, one day I figured uh, let me try let me check it out it's actually really good so there you go cheers um, some stuff about the about this week uh, since uh, my, my wife has been um, it's been pretty been pretty supportive of this venture that I'm doing um, she's been giving me good feedback as far as my uh, my content goes and the last episode she did mention one thing she did say that um, I was kind of all over the place I was kind of beating around the bush too much I was kind of um, playing around with words, using a ton of fillers, and um, maybe it was maybe it's because I recorded the 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 podcast at one a.m. with zero sleep, so maybe my brain function wasn't there at all, or um, maybe because I really didn't prepare, um, and that's what's wrong with me. Sometimes I uh, I think I'm too good. I think I'm too good for something that I feel like I can. I feel like I can do a good job, but then when I'm already there, I'll end up, you know, falling on my face. So that's so my wife had to talk to me, and you know humiliate me in a good way where she talked to me and she gave me good feedback and she critiqued the episode and um so yeah that's what I that's maybe why you'll notice me looking down because I have some talking points that I wanted to talk about I have I prepared something for you guys today I mean what is all of this anyways it's just random stuff as always, um, so I did want to talk about traveling. I did want to talk about how I miss traveling. My wife will disagree on me or with me when I say this, because um, whenever we travel together, it's like I made her feel like I didn't want to be there, but it's the exact opposite. I um, um I miss traveling. I I miss I don't miss the plane ride. I don't miss that at all. I mean the go the departure I don't miss. The landing the arrival part is is what I miss. The um like all of that anxiety co- uh co- you're cooped up in this cylinder up in the sky and you're with a a ton of people you don't know you know all that anxiety is is bunched up in you and and when you're just about to arrive to your destination you suddenly have a moment of release that's what i miss you know that's what i miss from traveling um i also miss eating while I'm on a flight, you know, because I feel like I'm, oh, look at, like, you've seen that um, skit 
the Key and Peel skit where um, the guy was bumped up to economy plus and he um i think i'm not he had extra uh, uh extra leg room you know that's what i feel like i feel like i'm i'm some fancy guy who's you know who, who's able to afford eating a meal although it's an economy but i'm eating a meal while i'm on i mean that's that's super random for me to say, but that's um, that's how I feel. I just feel like I enjoy eating on a flight. Although they say that you know plain food's awful, but you know some people don't have food, so you can fuck yourself. Um, what do I also miss? Uh, so ar- I miss arriving to the destination. I miss eating um, while on on flight. I miss packing. Yes, I miss packing stuff. Like I love everything about travel. You know, I love um, like whenever I walk into like whenever I go to a shopping mall and I see a, a, a travel store, even though I'm not looking to buy anything i would still walk into that store and just you know check out and and see what they have and look at some neck pillows and check out some you know some some stuff like check out some toiletry bags that you're never going to use i i mean i have one here somewhere but um yeah that's so i love packing for for a trip Um, I try to travel light whenever I whenever I go somewhere. I try to travel light. I try to bring as as little stuff as I possibly can, because then I know that when I come back, I'll have a lot more to bring as far as souvenirs, as far as because I might end up buying new clothes from you know from where I'm going. So I love to travel light to where I'm going and then on the way back I'll most likely end up with a lot more stuff than when I came than when I left in the you know in the beginning. Uh So there you go. I also oh I did there was oh never ever never ever do a buddy pass like if you have someone who works for the airline they they have a benefit where they can use or they can share their um buddy they call it a buddy pass what it what it means is their benefit as an employee of that airline they can get on a plane and they don't have to pay for the fare. I think they just pay taxes. But if you're on a buddy pass, if they're sharing their benefit with you, I think you pay a discounted price from what the fare actually is. But it's never but here's what I learned. This is the worst trip I've ever had, but it was also a fun trip. But just the worst experience I've ever had traveling um 
like if if you're on a buddy pass you pay a discounted rate but then you're never guaranteed a seat you're on standby you know i mean it works if you're flying domestic if you're flying domestic it's fine you know you can just hop onto the next flight but if you're trying to get somewhere across the border or if you're trying to fly somewhere overseas some flights only some some flights only or some airlines only um have limited flights for that day for for that particular destination um like say for Jap- for example Japan I went to Japan or I I went to the Philippines and went back to the Philippines on a buddy pass and the and the flight route was from San Francisco to Tokyo and from Tokyo to Manila I was on a buddy pass so f- the flight from San Francisco to Tokyo was not full so I was able to get onto that flight with no problem I, I think I got up- upgraded to a business class or to an economy plus I'm not I can't remember but so the flight from San Francisco to Tokyo was no problem the flight was not full but then when I uh, when I got to s- Tokyo the flight was full flight was full it was cuz they only and and here's what's fucked up they only fly from Tokyo to Manila three times a day and that was the last flight the flight that i had was the last flight and it was full so what i ended up doing was i ended up spending the night in the airport yeah i ended up spending the night in the airport what's cool about Jap- the airport in japan though it's uh, we all know you know we all know japan is um is is famous for how clean they are and is famous for how respectful they are and that's the one thing that i missed about that experience is um japan overall is just you know it's just an amazing place to to visit so i spent the night in the airport and then i reached you know luckily i have a friend who um who lives there he's um i think he's a he has a phd in microbiology but he's he's there he i think he lives in in japan um so i reached out to him and i'm like hey i'm in japan i'm stuck here for how many days because the flights are full and i don't have a flight or i i can't get out of here until 3 days later can you rescue me that's basically how things turned out he so you know i went to his place um and he showed me around which is pretty cool of him you know he took some time and which thank you sir javal for uh for your rescue um he showed me around japan he showed me around the school that he works in it's amazing um i did get lost though when i was alone when i was walking the streets of tokyo by myself i um i got lost 
but in a good way. Um, my phone didn't work, or I mean, no, yeah, my phone did didn't work. I had no service. I got lost in Japan, and it was you know, it was a it was a great experience. It was I had a really good time. Um, I stumbled upon this little alley, which was when you look at it. It looks a little sketchy from afar, but then when you walk in, it's super cool because they have these little bars on the side. Bars, I mean, like little you know drinking bars, and it's like how you see in the movies, or it's like how you you watch anime. It's exactly like that. Um. So yeah, I miss Japan. Um, I miss it so much that I um, I went online this week looking for a Japanese supermarket or a Japanese convenience store if you guys are not aware Japan convenience stores in Japan is nothing compared to or the convenience stores that we have here 7-elevens that we have here is nothing compared to how they have it over there in Japan there are there are videos on YouTube explaining why and um you're just going to lose your mind. You, 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 yeah. You're going to end up losing your mind when you get there. In a good way. You know? Um, so, yes. Yeah, so I missed the Japanese convenience store so much that I thought, hmm, let me go look for something here in the area, in the Bay Area. And uh, I did find one um, close to where I work. So, I ended up driving over after work. And... Um, Here's what's fucked up. This is how stupid my brain is. I um so obviously we have to wear a mask, right? We have to wear a mask. So my face is all covered up. If you if you look at my face, if you look at me covered up, like my eyes are I mean, look at it. I look Japanese. Right, I look Japanese with my eyes, with my face covered up. Um, so I walked into the store, and as soon as I walked in, I hear people talking in Japanese, and right away, I had a sudden surge of nostalgia coming through. You know, I just memories of my visit in Japan just started to flood in, just flood in and this is how stupid my brain works so they were all talking Japanese and I'm like fuck I want to be Japanese so one guy came over and he asked me some I couldn't hear him he asked me a question and I acted as if I didn't speak English so he came up to me and asked me in English and I acted like I was some Japanese guy who didn't know English so I was like no 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 don't worry gato that's how fucked up my brain works. Is that racist? No. No. Um, oh, this is one other thing. How stupid my brain works. So I was in the market. I'm in the market. Right? I'm in the market. And, I, and I'm like, I miss Japan so much. Let me play some Japanese songs. I played some, some Japanese songs, you guys. 
I have ja- I have Jap- Japanese music going on. I'm in a Japanese supermarket. Everyone's Jap- Japanese. I'm back in Japan. I went to Japan this week. You know. That was stupid. Um uh some good news and bad news. My uh good news is that uh, my brother is joining the army. Bad news is he's joining the army. Uh, bad news because, you know, he's joining the army and, I mean, I mean, it's not really bad news. It's, it's all good news. What am I talking about? Good news. He's joining the army. You know, he's joining the army because he, uh, he, he has, he has kids and he's looking out for their future. You know, good for him. Good on him. You know, he, um, he, uh, he wants to serve and he, um, he has a goal in his mind and he's going after that goal and I'm super proud of him. Um... I did have dreams of joining the military one time, uh, maybe three years ago. Three years ago, I mean, when I was a teenager, I've always been interested in joining the military. Um, three years ago, I tried out, I, I applied for the Air Force. Um, I went through all the tests that they gave me. I, I passed every test that they gave me. I passed all the medical that they gave me. Everything I passed. The only thing that kind of stopped me from joining the Air Force was my... Um, I have a condition in my eyes called uh, keratoconus. And I found... I didn't find... I never even knew about this condition until I went in and and registered and applied for for the military until they had me go take a consult with a eye doctor I never even knew that I had such a thing and I was um, I was researching about it I was trying to figure out um, what the hell is keratoconus it's actually a condition where your cornea you know how it's shaped like a um it's not, not like a cone but more like a um like a um like a like a curve it's a perfect curve just fit for your eyes that's how your cornea is shaped like mine is shaped irregularly where it's kind of like bulging outwardly which if untreated you'll end up going blind and that's a big no-no for the military they can't they I, I think they they just won't take that risk so that's why I never got in that's why I um, I was never allowed or I was disqualified to join the military you know I was depressed when I heard and when I Realize that a I'll never be able to join the military. I'll never be able to uh, live out the dreams that I had for myself. And b 
I realized that I might end up being blind in the future because of a condition that I have. Now, I haven't gone and tried to get it fixed. I just never tried. Um, But maybe one day I might. But, you know, I don't have time. Well, I can always make time. I just don't have the resources for it just yet. But it's not a sob story, you guys. It's just, I'm just trying to give you a story of why I was never qualified for the military because of a condition that I have. I did try to reapply for the Navy. Now, the Navy said I might be able to get a waiver for my condition, but then it's been three years, and it's... um. I feel like I'm um, I'm having second thoughts, you know. Like they they had me try out one more time. Uh, this is the Navy. We're talking about the Navy now. They did have me try and and you know redo the test that I took in the past. They had me try out again, um, and they said that they can get me a waiver to get me into the military. But I, but lately I've just been having second thoughts. Because since the th- since three years ago, a lot has changed. I've I got married. Um, I have a new job. I'm older. I um I'm doing a podcast, as you can see. So you know, a lot has changed over the last three years since I first tried out. And, you know, a lot is my, my priorities have changed. And when, when my priorities changed, my dreams and goals changed with it. Um, so, yes, I've been having second thoughts of, of going further with the Navy um and maybe it's and it's mainly because I don't think I'm able to live up to the expectation you know the expectation of cuz people in the military are brave people you know they go to war they go you know to places where it's a danger to their to their person, you know, they they get bombed, they get, sh- excuse me, they get shot at. It's a dangerous job, and um, I salute the men and women of of, you know, the men and women of uh, of the military. I salute them for for their service. I thank them for their service, and I just don't think I'm able to live up to. To, uh, I don't think I'm able to uh, emulate the things that they've done. I don't think I'm able to be as brave as them. You know, just think about 
being in the line of fire and to just think about a fucking guy throwing a grenade and think about sacrificing yourself for your co-soldiers, you know, just taking that grenade and making sure that everybody else is safe. I don't think I'm able, I don't think I'll be able to uh, do that. I think I'm too much of a bitch to do that, you know? So, yeah, I've been having second thoughts and I might have to, you know, either postpone, like, I mean, how do they even come to that framework? How do they even come to that mindset of taking a bullet for your fellow soldier? Like, does that happen during training or... You know, how do you get to that point? I've always wondered. Like, I've, I've always wondered how... Like, I don't know. Like, how... How did they get to that point where they're so passionate? They're so... Self... Like, they're they're so... They're not... Uh, they're so... They're willing to sacrifice their life for the benefit of other people like how they're they're so selfless I wonder where or how like when I went to do when I went to try out the the people that I'm trying out with the people that I'm you know the people that I'm trying out with are kids they're they're a bunch of high school kids they don't know any better and to think that they're willing to sacrifice their life for for the good of of the people I, it's just so unreal to me and again i salute them again i salute them and i and i praise them for their bravery and i just i can't understand i don't understand how or you know how how selfless they are they are um yeah so I'm not even sure I might have to go reach out to that guy to uh, I'm I, I'm going to have to reach out to that recruiter and tell him that I'm I'm having second thoughts you know or do I tell him that I have covid I don't have covid I'm just kidding I don't have covid I'm covid free up to my knowledge I'm covid free I haven't been tested yet but um, there is a guy at work. I have a coworker who actually tested positive for COVID. He tested positive. He um, he was sick for like a week, and then he um, went and had himself tested. And we found out yesterday that he he has it. You know, he has COVID. And he's not old. He's like 24. But I guess it's to be expected, you know. We're starting to loosen up the lockdown. We're starting to free up some some, uh, restrictions as far as the lockdown goes. And it's, you know, it's expected that we will have this spike in cases. Because, you know... 
a lot as, as, uh, over time as as more and more tests are becoming available as more as the more restrictions are being lifted up are being lifted from this whole lockdown obviously people there will be more cases you know it's it's not like something we can avoid and um this brings me to my next point my this morning my brothers and i went to costco we were when we were driving to costco we had a debate as to whether or not we should be staying indoors because a coworker has covid and i might have covid or he might i might have contracted covid from him and i'm like why would i want to stay at home you i it's not even confirmed that i have covid i haven't even been tested yet why should i put my life why should i put my life on hold for something that's not even confirmed yet and here's my point and they're saying like oh because you know we might have it and we might be asymptomatic we might just not have the symptoms but we might have it and the risk of us spreading it to other people there's that risk and you know i get it i i 100% get that you know I 100% get the fact that we might have COVID and we might not just have the symptoms, but we might have it. And I understand that we might, you know, be putting other people at risk. But um, but my point is, up until the point, up until the point that I that it's not confirmed that I have it hasn't been confirmed that I have COVID, then I'm not putting anything on hold i'm not putting anything on pause you know i'm still going to continue to live the life that i want to live i'm still going to be i still have to eat obviously i still have to go to work i still have to go to the store and get some milk you know until i get tested and they confirm that i have covid then you can't tell me to stay at home you know, I'm following the rules whenever I go out. I have a mask. I even have gloves on. I have a sanitizer, hand sanitizer. I'm I'm within my bounds of being outside. You know, I'm strictly following the six foot rule. So I'm I'm within my bounds. So up up until it's confirmed that I have it, then you can't tell me to stay at home. It's just you can't. Because, I mean, there there's always a risk, right? There's always a risk to everything you do, especially now that we're in the middle of a pandemic. You know, we might have it and we might end up risking or we might end up spreading it to other people. But then they took that risk themselves. They took the risk as soon as they stepped out of their door. They took the risk of going to a store and there's a, always a risk of them getting COVID just because they went to the store. You know? So what if I don't have COVID? 
And what if they have COVID? Aren't they putting me at risk? So it's it, it it's a it's a it's a it's a uh, it's a matter of perspective. It's a matter of how you look at it. And to be honest with you, I don't. I would love to have COVID. I would want to have COVID so I can get it over with. So I can, no. I so I don't have to feel anxious anymore. Like I don't have to be scared anymore. Of what if? Oh, what if I? I might have it. Or what if I get it from this guy? Or what if I get it from that guy? You know, because then as soon as I have it, as soon as it's, as soon as I give it to me, as soon as it's positive that I'm. You know, it's positive that I have COVID. Then, you know that that's when I'll take the measures of quarantining myself, of staying in place, of you know getting better. But up until then, you know, I'm living the life. I'm living my life the way I want it to. You know, and that sounds insensitive. I know, I get it. That sounds insensitive, and that sounds stupid and I'm sorry for you know if I sound aggressive there but that's just how I think and that's just my uneducated opinion okay and that's just me as a person that's just my personal opinion like say I I get that you have kids at home and you don't want them to have to go through the whole this whole situation I understand I understand that there are that you live with elderly people at home but then you know if if you think you're if you think you're uh, you're a candidate if you think you're highly susceptible to con- contracting COVID then if you feel like you don't if you feel like putting yourself if you feel like staying in place then more power to you but again it's each to his own you know like I'm putting myself at risk by going out there and by you know exposing myself to people who might have COVID and in turn they're putting their themselves at risk by being out there and you know Exposing themselves to other people. Yeah. I mean, it, it's expected. I mean, one way or the other, you, you're you bound to have, you're bound to get it. Just look at it. We're opening stores now. We're opening movie theaters. We're, people are now protesting. People are now gathering in big numbers uh, it, it, protesting and parading you know like in in massive numbers and what do you expect you expect that uh it covid is gonna is gonna hide you think covid's afraid no so there that's that's where i stand if i have it then fine i mean i'm scared 
or I'm worried uh, that I might have COVID, but I'm not scared of getting it because I know for myself that I know how to take care of myself. That's just as simple as that. I know how to take care of myself. And when I do get it, that's when I'll, you know, take extra measures. But up until then, shut your mouth. Gosh, I sounded aggressive there, didn't I? What an interesting episode this is going to be. Anyway, um, so I guess that's that, you guys. I am... I'm so excited to have this on video and I'm so excited for you guys to uh, to catch this on YouTube um, again this is still we're still in the early stages of the podcast um, you know I, I might there will be you know I might have to put up some artwork in the background um, but up until then you know this is what it is this is uh this is episode two of the Fat Fred Show. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.